relinquish our hunger for God and to reduce our hunger for this world. Sometimes, Piper writes, our desires, physical, emotional and relational, sometimes our desires are so intense that they threaten to overwhelm our hunger for God. Fasting helps us reset the focus. That we do not live by bread alone. We do not live by our own desires, even hunger. Uh, that we are to be self-controlled. That we are not to be mastered by anything else except by the Lord Jesus. Um, and Jesus alludes to this in some of his teaching. What kept some people from entering the kingdom of God? In Luke chapter 14, there were three sorts of people. Follow me, Jesus says. And they said, uh, can't. I just bought a plot of land and I've got to go see it. Second person, uh, I can't, I just bought 10 yoke of oxen and so I can't follow you, I'll do it when I've checked that out. And the third one, which sounds far more legitimate to us, is I've just gotten married and so I can't leave, I can't come and follow you. The thing I wanted to point out was, all of the reasons that stop people either following Jesus or being obedient to him were to do with things in the world, this world. And it's the things of this world that get us off track in our relationship with God. God made this world, made us to be in this world, but now because of the fall, because of sin, we are easily distracted and um, deceived into placing all of these desires that we have above God. And so they become idols for us. Why do you fast? To nourish our hunger for God and to reduce our hunger for this world. They're not evil things that we are desiring, perhaps, you know, most of the time. But when we fast, when we say no to food or to the other things you're giving up, then you are setting aside your physical desire so you can seek God in prayer and desire his blessings, closeness to him and his empowering of you and pleasing him. We also demonstrate that we do not live by bread alone. And while fasting does weaken us physically, it reminds us that we do not live in our own strength, in our own planning or our own provisions. You know that, you think it. When you fast, you'll actually experience it. You'll begin to feel it. I've been enjoying, I read one of the Puritans <clears throat> recently, and they said, every part of our life can be used to direct our minds and thoughts to biblical truth, to spiritual truth, our relationship with God. And this Puritan wrote, and he said, when you get up in the morning and you get dressed and you're putting on your nice clothes and admiring yourself, and we dress sometimes to impress, don't we? Not always, sometimes. Puritan says, why do you dress? Why do we have to wear clothes? Answer, because of the fall. Adam and Eve, when they were made, they didn't have clothes. We wear clothes because we're sinners. We wear clothes because we live in a fallen world. So when you get up in the morning and you get dressed and you're putting your clothes on, let that remind you, I'm a fallen creature living in a fallen world. And just as I need to cover my naked body, so the blood of Jesus needs to cover me for all of my sin. Use that as a spiritual springboard into your meditations and prayer life with God. So why should we fast? Well, for those spiritual purposes and reasons. You should have an aim or an objective for doing it. Um, I'm doing this for this reason. And here are five or six of them, just rapid fire. I don't want to expand all of them. Uh, we can fast to humble ourselves. And God promises us that if we humble ourselves, then he will exalt us. But the proud, he will abase. So you can humble yourself before God and he will exalt you. He will lift you closer to him, if you like. So certainly to draw closer to God. James says, if you draw closer to him, he'll draw closer to you. 
Um, we fast and it'll increase our spiritual receptivity or understanding of God's word. It's linked several times in the scriptures that where a person is fasting, then their eyes are opened and they either receive more biblical revelation, truth and insight into what God is doing, or they come to a greater understanding of God's purposes, Acts 10, 27 and so on. Even Moses, when he's on the mountain, received the Ten Commandments after 40 days of fasting. So the fasting led to the reception of biblical insight, biblical truth, and that can be, and that is the experience that many have had. We fast to find out what God's will is, to receive directions for him. That's what Ezra does in chapter 8. There's a wonderful story in Genesis 24 of Abraham had a servant, and he had a son, Isaac, and Abraham wanted a wife for Isaac, and back in those days, fathers arranged uh, marriages. And so he sent his servant back home to Nahor, thousands of kilometres away, to find someone from a distant, a family-related person to come and be the wife of Isaac. He didn't want to marry outside uh, amongst the Canaanites or anything like that. The servant goes, and Genesis 24, it says, when he gets to the place, he kneels down with his camels and he prays. He fasts and he prays. And he says to God, A, B, C, D. You can read the story, I won't spoil it for you. And God answers and provides for him. But the scripture links praying and fasting and receiving God's direction. So that's why we fast. Maybe that's what you need in your life. You, the Bible, Isaiah 58, talks about seeking healing. Or in fact, more generally, seeking God's intervention for something. Whether it's to change a crisis, whether it's protection against an invasion like a nation in olden times or whether it's to solve some sort of difficulty or problem people will fast and it means they're trying to say to god communicate and demonstrate to god that they're very serious about this they're even prepared to give up food in order to be heard on high Bible talks a lot about that, of droughts and famines and invading armies and so on and the kings calling people together to fast and to pray the most dramatic one, I guess, most of all, is in the book of Jonah, where the king of uh, Nineveh caused the whole city of Nineveh to an absolute fast. No eating, no drinking. And maybe God will change his mind. Maybe God will have mercy on us. And he did. So why should you fast? Well, for all of those reasons. Fasting helps. It's a means to an end. It's saying no to self. And yes to God. I want to live in your, under your rule, Lord. I want you to be Lord of my life. That's why we do it. So what you should do is make a list and date it. I'm fasting for this. And then learn and observe how God works. How long should a fast last? Well, you shouldn't do a long one at the beginning. Years ago, I don't know if they still do it, but I, um, World Vision used to have a 40-hour famine. So it's like a weekend. Um, you sh the Bible does talk about Jesus and Moses and Elijah going on a 40-day fast. But they're exceptional. And they are supernaturally supported. It's not something you should do unless God directs you for that period of time. 40 days is... And for Moses and for Jesus, it was without... Well, it was... For Moses and Elijah, it was without food and water, I think. But for Jesus, it was just without food. Um, so how long should it be for? Well, I would begin slow and then take small steps. Give up one meal. Try that. Whatever meal it is you want to give up, give up lunch. Have breakfast and dinner that day, but devote your lunch hour to seeking God's face for these purposes. Then make it two meals. 
and then make it three meals and then suddenly it's a day. And that's the normal fast, a day. Just giving up food, not giving up drinking water. And then you seek the Lord and see if he wants you to go any further or for longer. Bearing in mind what Jesus said. If you, when you fast, do it um, not obviously, secretly. And your father who is seeing what you are doing, he will reward you. Fasting will have some spiritual benefit to you. Don't think in terms of manipulation that, okay, God, I'm giving up food, now you have to give me the Mercedes. Doesn't work like that because then you're not doing it with correctly. You're not doing it with the right motives. So how long should you fast? Well, like I said, begin slow and then build from there. The length of time is not the important thing. The important thing is seeking God's face. Nearly finished. How do we fast? Uh, well... I think what you should do here, what I'm trying to say is pray. Lord, is this something, a discipline that I'm to incorporate into my life? Are my motives right? Why am I doing this? Um, what are my spiritual objectives? What am I trying to achieve through this? And am I positive about it? Do I believe that by fasting and devoting my time to seek God's face that he will do what he promises? John says to us, this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, and fasting is his will, if we ask anything according to his will, then he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, then we can be confident, then we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of him. It's not open for manipulation or anything like that. It's about sincerity of heart, of seeking our Heavenly Father and saying, Lord, what do you want to do in this situation? So be led by the Spirit, Make sure your motives are right, have your spiritual objectives and have this positive expectation. Jesus, you said, if I fast and do it properly, my Heavenly Father will reward me. That doesn't mean I'll get what I want. What that means is he'll reward me how he sees best. Drawing closer, having a closer, stronger relationship. How should you conclude a fast? The first meal of the day is in fact called break fast. That's the meal that was to break the fast. I think you should break a fast very gently and very slowly. Don't eat greasy, fatty stuff. Follow it with a light meal. Self-control is the issue, depending on how long you've been fasting for. If you went on those 40-hour famines, then you would know that after a certain number of hours, halfway in, your hunger pangs would decrease and you get used to not eating. Same thing happens if you go for two or three days. At about that point, your hunger really goes down. But when you break your fast and you have something to eat, then your hunger returns. And you can make the mistake of eating what you were normally eating before, but what's your stomach done while you've been fasting? It shrinks. And so what you need to do is not the normal thing, you need to eat smaller meals and then slowly reintroduce yourself to your normal diet. So recover sensibly from it, and if necessary, check with your doctor. Fasting is primarily all about seeking God. TWTL are my initials that I use in my journal for time with the Lord. Isaiah 58 is a whole chapter on fasting and it ends with two verses that talk about the Sabbath, resting and being alone with God, dwelling in his presence. There's a man by the name of Derek Prince and his observation and I agree with him. I have observed this 
in my life, not just my own life personally, I have there, but I've observed it in other people's lives. Derek Prince says in Leviticus 26 that when God sent Israel into the promised land, he commanded them to work for six years and on the seventh year, not work. Let the land lie fallow. Let the land rest. It was a Sabbath every seven years. The Jews never did it. So God took them out and for every seventh year that they never observed that year, they were out of the land. It came to a total of 70 years, hence the exile. Derek Prince says, God still does the same thing in our lives. We are so busy and so active, he says, even for God, we're too busy even to have time with him, that we don't listen to what God is saying to us. Well, it'll say things like, and he may have already said it to you today, I have some things that I want to tell you. Take some time, get away, and listen. God wants to talk to you. And if we ignore it, if we say no, well, then God will say, all right, you're going to spend a week, a month or whatever in hospital. You're going to be on your back for a period of time and then you'll have time to listen. I have observed that. So if, if you're not well and if you're laid up, ask the question, God, why is this happening? Are you trying to tell me something? Don't go the other way. You're in hospital and you're sick because you've been ignoring God and you need to listen to him. Don't judge other people. Just listen for yourself. Um, it's like naughty children. Um, are all children naughty? You shouldn't say so publicly, should you? All of my grandchildren are naughty. Even Franklin, who's only 10 weeks old. <clears throat> Marnie, my three-year-old granddaughter, they've just started putting her in, what do they call this? The time-out zone. You know, she misbehaves, does something wrong, and they take her to the other end of the house, and there's a chair, and she's got to sit in it. Like, for about 30 seconds. It's not long, but for her, it's excluded from everybody, and she hates it. And, but it's a teaching opportunity then for mum and dad. They go down, they pick her up, she's crying, they hug her and love her, and then they say, do you know why we did that? Mm-mm. And then they get to tell her. So she gets to be taught and trained and disciplined. God does that with us not going to listen time out do you know why i did that for these reasons now listen that's what fasting can help us to do to stop and listen to what god is saying that's why it's so important to relax to rest to wait in god's presence and not to be distracted by physical desires hunger or by food so let me finish by saying this do you fast a dozen or so of you do and about A dozen or so of you have never fasted. Should you? Well, what do you think the Bible teaches? What does Jesus expect? What do you think about it? Why don't you try it? Why don't you talk to God about it? But when you do it, don't do it obviously. Do it secretly. And your Heavenly Father, who sees you making the effort, will reward you. Experience his blessing in your life. Let's pray together. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this spiritual discipline where we can by accessing it draw closer to you and receive your blessing your rewards in our life lord teach us more personally um, about it Uh, lead us forward that we can become far more effective in being fully obedient to all that you teach and desire and lord may we have the wonderful experience of closeness to you and answers to prayer because we fast 
appropriately. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.